thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Secretary Mineta, for a lifetime of ongoing service and dedication to, uh, to justice and community. Uh, so a deep thanks to you. And also thank you to the directors for bringing this story to light at a very dark time in our nation's history. Uh, at least many of us think so. Um, but Secretary Mineta, what have been the seeds of resilience for you uh, all these years? And what has kept you from uh, disillusionment and corruption uh, as you've risen in power? <laughs> This is when I should have said next question. Um, I think for everybody, there are two things that each one of us owns that nobody else does, and we have to protect. One is our name, and the other is our reputation and integrity. And I remember my dad always saying, and having been in the insurance business, he started in 1920, and essentially retired in 1978. I started in 1956 in life insurance. I finally went to three years and I said, Papa, I can't do this the rest of my life. So I'll set up the fire and casualty side of our agency. Um, and out of that, sort of starting out a new part of our agency and expanding on it, um, he really kept talking to me about integrity. And I remember Danny Nowak, when he was leaving Hawaii to join the army, his father walked him to the bus stop where he was then, then going to get on the bus to go to Honolulu to to um, board a ship to come to the, to the mainland. And his father said to him, never do anything to disgrace your name, your family, the family's community, or our country. And that was Dan's, his father telling him as he was going to the bus stop, to go into the service. And it just rung a bell with me all the time. I would think about what my dad said, what, what uh, uh, Dan's dad said to him. And then we had an Issei in San Jose, Mr. Ike Ishimatsu, who was a very successful celery grower. But he said, you know, the reason we didn't we couldn't have access to anyone in 42 because we were about as popular as a skunk at a garden party. No one could get appointments with mayor, city council, state uh, member of the assembly, or um, Congress or Senate. And, uh, and remember, Attorney General candidate Warren, uh, Earl Warren, was using this evacuation issue as one of his driving messages in that 42 election. And so uh, this whole issue of integrity just constantly heartening. And, uh, and you know, when I look back on it and you read stories today about the money that's in politics, we have no control at all. 
I mean, we have these super PACs that are giving money. No one knows who, where the money's coming from. And uh, they're giving, not, not anonymously, but tens of millions of dollars being given by individuals. And none of us know where the money's going. Or, you know, and now we see stories about all this, the influence of money and uh, what's happening. So uh, we really have to look at the integrity of an individual uh, and where are they going to be taking? Are they doing this for themselves? Uh, or are they really trying to do something to help? And I think when I first came on the city council, my job, I felt, was to speak out for those who had no voice or who were underrepresented. And I was the first non-white to be appointed to the city council. So when I became mayor, that created a vacancy on the city council. Our Hispanic population was about 15%. So I said to the Hispanic community, come up with some candidates that I might be able to look at and say, you know, the possibility of serving on the city council, just as I had experienced in uh, 1967. So, uh, and the other thing is I've had, I had uh, friends, mentors, staff, who uh, have really kept me uh, very much uh, online. <laughs> Oh, and my wife. <laughs> no, she's, she's terrific. Uh, and uh, but there's no question that I've had good mentors and friends who have really helped me along the way. So uh, one, one final item uh, with this, we've called this the Minute of Legacy Project because it includes both a film and an educational curriculum. And we're working with a program out of Stanford University called SPICE. Uh, and the, under the leadership of Dr. Gary McCoy, we really want to take a long view of Norm's life. As you can see, the complexity, the contribution. Um, so we've identified six themes and I, I think I have to, to turn to Diane and um, really give her credit because she was really thinking carefully about how we extend the life of this documentary to impact more people and multi-generationally. And she wanted to see a curriculum that was developed not as a byproduct of the documentary, but as a standalone, independent piece. So there's a great deal of work that's going on to develop the curriculum. So you'll be looking for that, and you can visit, certainly visit our, our website uh, to, to learn more. But we wanted to get it in the hands of education students.